This is Vegas Revealed, episode 59, the Golden Knights back on the ice with fans in the stands. My first-hand experience inside T-Mobile Arena in a year, Dana. And a Miami official is telling people to come to Las Vegas for spring break. We'll explain what this is all about. And smoking or no smoking, that is the big debate in our exclusive Vegas Revealed poll this week. Your results are coming up. Plus, the Venetian and Palazzo are sold in a multi-billion dollar deal. And the new Virgin Hotel is set to open with no resort fees. There's a lot of reaction on that. It's all coming up right now on Vegas Revealed. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 59. Dana Roselli here. Along with Sean McAllister. And you know, Dana, we are, uh, I mean, we're in March, and this is when we start seeing that flood of uh, visitor traffic to Las Vegas for NASCAR, for the NCAA basketball tournament, and for spring break. Right. And pool season, you know, is officially here. So everyone's ready to spring break in Vegas, right? Well, this city official in Florida, believe it or not, is saying, hey, everyone, skip Florida, go to Vegas instead. It's like, what? Which is crazy town because <laughs> like my South Florida, Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale, like those are usually spring break hot spots. They're usually packed those beaches with uh, college kids who are just looking to get crazy, get plastered. That's like where Girls Gone Wild back in the 90s. <laughs> oh my gosh, remember that? Got it start. Oh my oh, God. Wow. Yeah, well, we're all like, you know, hey, normally we'd be like, yeah, great, skip Florida, come to Vegas, you know, but the way that this city manager said it was that he wanted people to come here because he didn't want people to gather and party and, you know, spread COVID. They should come to Vegas because our restrictions are looser. But I'm like, wait a minute. Hasn't Florida, like, been demasked and open forever now? Yeah, I mean... I don't get it. Florida has been one of the states with the most lenient restrictions all through this pandemic. Um, But Raul Aguila, he's the city manager down in Miami Beach. He's saying, if you're coming here, there's not going to be an anything goes kind of party attitude. Change your reservation and go to Vegas if that's what you want. But listen, Raul, we've got news for you. Despite the reputation, Las Vegas is not the anything goes atmosphere right now. I mean, this is probably one of the places where you're going to have the most amount of staff reminding you to keep your mask on and follow the rules. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, listen, we want people to come here and, you know, enjoy spring break and do all the things that you want to do. But within our rules that we have in place, and I have a feeling we'll be on high alert to make sure that all that goes down properly. March 15th, we are up to 50% capacity allowed. So it'll be a big change for the city. It's been a while. It has. And even though people can go to the pool, they can go to nightclub venues, but pools and nightclub venues aren't operating like day club and nightclubs right now. The pool, you can go and there might be music, but you have to be socially distanced. You have to wear your mask when you're laying out. You, It's not like a big party. And the same thing for the nightclubs. They're operating as lounges right now, which is like sit in your little space 
get some cocktails and keep to yourself. Exactly. And listen, you know, there are things that, you know, when you're by the pool, as long as you've got a drink, you can have your mat. I mean, people, you know, but they're, they, they do do great separation there. A lot of times they have the just the chairs bolt in twos and they're separated. So um, they're already all set up like that. So we just, we, we have great things in place. And listen, if you want to come to Vegas, we're not saying don't. We're just saying with that quote that we're like all loosey-goosey and, and you know, they're not going to tolerate any crazy, what do you call it? Anarchy. They're in Florida and Miami Beach. I mean, you know, don't position us like we're the the loose state of the country because we aren't. Texas well, listen, is before us and so is Florida. And Miami, they don't want to be known as a super spreader city. Yeah. And guess what? Las Vegas doesn't want to be known as that either because we want to welcome people back here in a safe way. And that's what the city has done mm-hmm. over the past several months since casinos have been back open. Right. And along those lines, I wanted to do a quick mention of this, Sean, and we don't have to go on and on forever, um, but you and I were vaccinated this week. We got an appointment last minute. You called and said, hey, I see some openings at the convention center. Do you want to go? And I live near there. So we're like, yeah, park here. We'll walk. We did it and we got through. So we have our first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. And it's because uh, there was a new batch of uh, people who were allowed to uh, get vaccines and media is... Uh, involved in that group of communications professionals. So once we were allowed, we went and signed up, got the vaccine, and there were, I mean, I'd say thousands of people over at the convention center thousands, lined yeah. up to to get the vaccine. So it's a, a good a good sign that people are are wanting to get vaccinated. And fortunately, here in, especially in Las Vegas, things, it sounds like, are moving faster than other parts of the country. For sure. Because once I told a couple of people that I know I got vaccinated, the response was, well, we've been trying to get one in California and we can't even get close. Or, and you were saying, you know, someone in Iowa, Iowa? Was Iowa, it? yeah. Yeah, I was saying, you know, we're so behind and, and there's no way. I can't believe media are getting it already. But, and, you know, Sean and I do a lot of projects out in the community. Nonprofits hire us, uh, new businesses that are opening hire us to tell their story. We're trying our best to help promote the city and do our job. But I must say, you and I have been wanting to get vaccinated because we know we'll feel more comfortable and it will make the customer who hires us more comfortable. Right. And especially now that events and shows are starting to to happen again here in Las Vegas, it's great peace of mind to have uh, the vaccine. There's still another another round of shots to go. But, you know, first dose down. And speaking of events, Dana, uh, coming up in just a couple minutes here on Vegas Revealed, I'm going to have my, my firsthand experience getting back inside T-Mobile Arena for the first time in a year to see the Golden Knights play hockey. We have a limited amount of fans allowed back inside, and that experience is going to be coming up. We look forward to hearing that. First, we want to talk about two things that are causing quite a conversation in the social media world, and one of them is Resorts World that's going to open this summer. Yeah, a huge resort uh, right across the street from Wynn, Las Vegas. I mean, it's massive, and it looks absolutely beautiful, but it's not uh, the aesthetics that have people buzzing. No, so we did an exclusive Vegas Revealed Twitter poll. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row. We've had exclusive polls, Dana. Uh, no, I think we just keep it up. Just Man. keep it up. Anyway, uh, here's the deal. Somebody had mentioned on Twitter, I don't actually know where it all started, about 
them hearing some buzz that Resorts World might be a non-smoking resort casino. And then people chimed in saying, yeah, do it. Others were saying no. So we did a poll. Now we're also hearing some follow-up from some of the bloggers out there. They're saying that smoking will be allowed in the casino, but not allowed in other parts of the resort. So we aren't sure. Nobody's confirmed that in the world of Resorts World. <laughs> so anyway, we did a poll and we asked, you know, what do you think? Are you, you behind this? Maybe, you know, Resorts World being smoke-free? The results were, were pretty astounding. 82% of respondents, Dana, more than that, said yes, they would support Resorts World opening up as a smoke-free property. Yeah, and then 17.5% said no. And this is out of about 500 votes that we got in. So, you know, interesting amount, but a lot of people saying yes. And we did also get some responses. Some we can't read because they're a little vulgar, but because <laughs> we're a clean show. We try to be anyway. Uh, but no, somebody, we had uh, Sparky Lisa saying all day long, I support it. Secondhand smoke is worse than smoking. And the air freshener used to try and cover it up is poison. Interesting. Mm, interesting so that's from Sparky. Yeah. Eric says 100% yes, he supports this no smoking. Uh, Joe says smoke is the main reason I stay away from the casino. Because really, I've experienced this in the in the last week or so. It was out in a casino and came home and took a whiff of my clothes and it just smelled like an ashtray. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I must say, like, a lot of my closet, if I put something back in there, you know, you can smell in the closet. You yeah. don't even realize because it's just Vegas, but... <laughs> um, okay, one person said having two separate designated areas would be nice, you know, if they must. They welcome all customers, don't turn away business. So, and then somebody responded, Mora responded and saying a lot of casinos actually already have that and you end up smelling like an ashtray still because you have to walk through the smoking area right. to get to the non-smoking area and it yep. defeats the purpose true but dr trevor says you know what i i don't even smoke but don't alienate a good portion of your clientele which is you know the main reason why casinos haven't largely gone smoke free right and then lastly ryan daly says i still want to be able to smoke a stogie at the blackjack table though all right. Ryan and his stogies. <laughs> so for Ryan, the smoking allowed in the casino and not the rest of the property would be ideal. That would work out well. Yeah, yeah but uh, one resort on the Strip has already gone smoke-free, and that is uh, Park MGM. And I think I remember you saying you've been in there. I haven't visited Park MGM since it's gone on smoking but you said some people... We're still smoking here and there because they didn't even realize. And there were announcements, right? Yeah, there were announcements overhead that kindly reminded people to wear the mask, to do the social distancing, and also uh, a gentle reminder that uh, smoking is not uh, permitted in the casino area now. But there are other casinos opening up across the country in the post-COVID world uh, with no smoking. I think in New Jersey and some other states, Indiana, they're opening up with uh, no smoking. But... Right now, it's uh, just Park MGM, and we'll see where Resorts World lands on that when the resort opens up this summer. All right, and speaking of opening, Virgin Hotel's getting ready to open on March 25th, and that is over where the old Hard Rock Hotel Casino was. Yeah, they've essentially gutted the place and given it a, an incredible, a beautiful facelift. It looks gorgeous over there. And a Virgin Hotel is set to open in just a couple weeks at the end of March. 
Right. And they put out this press release that us, the press, uh, got. And the headline was this. Virgin Hotels Las Vegas to open with no resort fees, complimentary self-parking. What? What? And Wi-Fi. Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I was... It's like the holy grail. It is. It's the full rundown. And listen... Isn't this how it's supposed to be and what Vegas always was? So the response is overwhelming. We actually tweeted a screenshot of that and said, you know, we really like this headline because, you know, as locals, we always feel that we should get all that stuff. But we want people from out of town to be able to avoid that, too. And I think I saw an article on LinkedIn where it was the president or CEO saying, uh, you know what? We want to do this and we want everyone to follow suit. There's no reason to have these hidden fees. Well, and I know, Dana, you were talking with your mom about this, too. And she was saying, just if you're going to do resort fees, just roll it into the price of the hotel room and don't tack it on when you go and check in. And you're, you know, sometimes the, the price of your stay almost doubles. It's true. I mean, listen, if it's if it's 150 and you've got to make it 200, but it includes free parking free Wi-Fi, use of the gym, you know, all that stuff, then you feel like, okay, I'm going to pay 200 right, instead of 150 And it's going to be worth it. But you don't have to try and figure it out. Trying to figure it out is a waste of our trip planning. It is. <laughs> and you need to budget for your incredible meals and for your shopping mm-hmm. and for your spa visit and alcohol and all that stuff (laughs) yeah a lot of people excited about that so we look for they have great new restaurants opening all sorts of different kinds of venues and pool areas so we'll talk more about that when it officially does open i'm sure we'll get over there do a little self tour and see what's going on and again that's uh march 25th that virgin hotels opens uh at the site of the former hard rock hotel and casino But there is other casino news, and uh, the Venetian and Palazzo, Dana, are are two of the luxury resorts on the Las Vegas Strip uh, that have become extremely popular, and they've just been sold. This was kind of surprising news. Yeah, they sold for Sands Corporation, sold it for... $6.25 $6.25 billion. Wow. Sorry, I was like, you know, it's even hard to read that. That's a big number. <laughs> uh, so huge. And I, I guess there's the Sands is, Sands is going to shift its focus to Macau and Singapore. So it leaves Las Vegas in the dust. And we have the Venetian and Palazzo up for sale. Yeah, and this comes after, uh, it was just last month, I believe, that the Sands Corporation uh Founder, CEO, Sheldon Adelson passed away, and he was a big supporter of Las Vegas. He was largely credited with bringing convention business to Las Vegas and turning Las Vegas into a a big convention mecca. Um, But it was after his passing that the Sands Corporation decided they were going to pull out of Las Vegas and focus on their properties in Asia. Yeah, and I'm seeing, you know, in this article by CNBC, was it, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Vicky or Vici Properties said apparently they'll pay $4 billion for the real estate, the Venetian, the Palazzo, and the Sands Expo Convention Center. Then Apollo Global Management said they'll buy operations for $2.25 billion, roughly half financed by the Sands. So there's all these deals coming in. Yeah, so uh, the big news, though, is that uh, Venetian, Palazzo, they they have been sold. Sands Corporation pulling out of Las Vegas. Um, but that shouldn't, I, I don't think, 
interrupt the operations mm-hmm. over at the Venetian no. and Palazzo and the level of uh, hospitality that you would expect over at those properties should stay high level. So yeah. no worries there. No, and you and I have spent a lot of time over there during these this last year. We've had a lot of things over there, that, and we always love how easy it is to get in and out and just uh, great property over there. So hopefully not much will change, and if the changes do occur, hopefully they'll be for the better. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you went to the Golden Knights game, the first Golden Knights game that allowed fans. I love it. I have to say the first because I've seen other people go since, but you were at the first. The first. Game back. You decided to splurge, get some tickets, and I know you arrived a little early. First of all, talk to us a little bit, Sean, about this experience because I think it's interesting for people who live here in Las Vegas to know and also people that live in other cities that decide they want to go to a professional sports game you know, game or maybe when concerts open back up of the process you had to go through. So it was sprung on us pretty quickly within a week of announcing that 2,500 fans would be allowed inside T-Mobile Arena for the Golden Knights games. Tickets went on sale, which, you know, had people scrambling to try and get their hands on them. They're not cheap, but, you know, figured, hey, you know what? We haven't spent anything on entertainment for the past year, so let's splurge a sure. little bit. It's a historic time to get back inside to see the Golden Knights play for the first time in a year. And so we did it. My husband and I got tickets. We went to the game. And uh, there are precautions, though, that are being put in place for anybody who does go to the game. And, Sean, I love this. While you were there, you did this step-by-step recording of what the experience was like. So let's listen in. There is energy. There is excitement. Vegas fans are ready for hockey once again. Only 2,500 people will be allowed inside, but the scene here, let me describe it for you. Just pulling up to T-Mobile Arena, we are arriving as the ushers were arriving, and they were in a line outside T-Mobile Arena, and you could see there were fist bumps going on. These are people who haven't seen each other for a year, returning to work, returning to their jobs inside T-Mobile Arena. As for the precautions that have been put in place for fans who are arriving for the game on uh, this Monday night, the first Monday night of hockey, it's so crazy to say that, uh, every fan has had to undergo a COVID pre-screening. This is on uh, the Clear app. Uh, You had to log on, uh, do a health screening, and uh, once you pass the health screening, then you get uh, essentially like one of those QR codes that is going to be scanned as you enter the arena. And that will let the arena staff know that you've been checked out, that you've answered the questions in a satisfactory way to allow you to get into the arena. And the tickets, they're all uh, ticket less. That's another little scanner code that you have uh, to get inside for the game tonight. And at each of the doors to get into T-Mobile Arena, They have them divided into sections, so you're only allowed to go into the door that your tickets correspond to. So they've also uh, staggered the entry time for fans as they arrive tonight so that everybody isn't arriving and trying to get into those doors all at the same time. So some really good precautions, some really good organization ahead of the Golden Knights game tonight. And once you get inside T-Mobile Arena, it's pretty orderly. They have lanes kind of divided out that guide you directly to your section. So whatever door you come in that corresponds to the section on your ticket, you stay in that lane 
to go up an escalator, maybe you take a turn, whatever. But you stay in that lane the entire time until you get to your section. And then each section has its own bathrooms and concession stands too. Well, it sounds like it was really organized and the experience was still enjoyable, right, Sean? Well, there were still, you still had people around. You didn't feel like you were watching the game alone. So our two seats were in the middle of the row Mm -hmm. in our section. There was nobody else seated in our row. Wow, that's like VIP. I mean, it was really nice. (laughs) There was tons of elbow room. You could actually like set down your box of popcorn, set down your your beer, and didn't have to worry about anyone kicking it over. But the seats that weren't being used were kind of wrapped with uh, these vinyl bands that made it so you couldn't even open the seats. Mm -hmm. So your only option was to sit in the seats that were assigned to you. And then the row in front of us had people on either aisle, and we didn't have anybody directly in front of us for another four rows. So they did a really good job of staggering people throughout the arena. Yeah, it's really great the way they had it. And you posted a video on your Twitter. We have that retweeted on our Vegas Revealed Twitter as well. If you want to go visually look at what Sean's talking about. And how was the vibe? Did you feel like you were watching a game with other people, or was it because it was so spread out that it it felt a little lonely. <laughs> no, it didn't feel lonely at all. Like b- people would turn around and you couldn't like physically high five <laughs> them, but people were given like air high fives and groups of people that were seated together. You, you could only be seated in groups of four or less. Um, you know, people were celebrating. You, you, you were, I mean, people were pointing at each other. People were, there was one guy that was complaining about the the Golden Knights, you know, R2-D2, C-3PO uh-huh. helmets that they're like really shiny gold and saying that they're a curse. And, you know, other fans were yelling back at him saying, no, it's not a curse. We just won the game. So there was still that fan interaction happening. Well, and then they won an OT. And oh, the video that you posted, such a good it's got like close to 7,000 views on Twitter. If you haven't seen it, it is... The vibe and the people, even though they're spread out, it still looks super fun. It is interesting, though, because you and I went to a game at T-Mobile, which was pretty much the It was last... the last game. Was it the last yeah, game? Yeah, it was the last game that was played there before the shutdown. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're there, and then I'm looking at your video now on Twitter and your mask. And the one that I posted back then was you screaming and and probably spitting all over. I mean, not intentionally, but you know, what we're not supposed to do right now. I was aerosoling. You were aerosoling. Uh, and in the vibe, we were, you know, in the box with, with a lot a bunch of people eating, drinking, and like the whole nine, and we're in the stand. So it's so funny to see the difference before and after. It is. And I, I will tell you, I know we lost our voices. Shane and I lost our voices from cheering so loud and yelling because we thought, well, we have to make up for the noise. I mean, usually there's 17, 18,000 people in the arena when there's only 2,500. Mm-hmm. You have to make up for the noise that's not being made by the 14, 15,000 people that are absent. Um, but they were piping in some fan noise through the speakers throughout the game. So they would increase the volume when they wanted you to get louder, (laughs) but it just added to the ambiance. Oh, what a game. I'm so glad that you splurged on the tickets and they won an OT. That just made the whole experience. Such an exciting game. And and the players, as soon as they won, they skated around the ice with their sticks in the air, giving a nod to the fans. I saw that. made an effort to come out and support the team. So I think that... 
the the vibe of the fortress is what we call T-Mobile Arena when the Golden Knights are playing. That that vibe is back, and the players really, really feed off of that. Oh, I love it. Yeah, what a great experience. I'm glad you got to do that. And if you come out to Las Vegas, keep that in mind. If you want to go to a professional sports game, if you want to go see the Golden Knights, tickets are available for a limited number of people right now. All right. Well, we have gotten a lot. I think we could talk about a million other things, but we'll we'll save some of them till next week and our social. But we do want to give some tips out. And so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with some tips that include wine time. Ooh, it always involves alcohol. That's OK. <laughs> Stay with us. As always, we want to thank you for listening to us here on Vegas Revealed. And there are more ways than ever for you to listen. And that now includes all of our episodes being uploaded to our Vegas Revealed YouTube channel. So if you're ever on the go or you want to play it on your TV, go ahead and dial us up at Vegas Revealed on YouTube and uh, play our episodes there. Also, Vegas-Revealed.com. We have also been really appreciating your reviews. So if you can go to us on Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review, a positive one if you like the show, we would really appreciate it. It helps people discover us, and it is so important. So thanks again for listening, everyone. It is time for Dana and Sean's Tips of the Week. And this one actually comes courtesy of Kathy McGowan. She's one of our followers on Instagram. And she sent us this little tidbit. She said, hey, do you guys know that there is a winery in Las Vegas? And we said, why no, Kathy? We did not know that. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Yeah, she was saying it's a great local winery and Patty's an old friend of mine and her wine is yummy. So I was like, okay, what's this? I feel really guilty because, Sean, you and I have lived here 15 plus years. How do we not know about this? I don't know. And this is like close to where I live. I know. What? I mean, we knew there were some breweries over there. And some, was it breweries? and Breweries, distilleries. Distilleries, yeah. Yep. But I didn't know. Over in the know, section of town. I didn't know about the winery. But the Vegas Valley Winery, it's open seven days a week for tastings. Uh, they also have options where you can like get a group of people together and do winemaking. You can batch your own wine into barrels. They let it sit there. You go through the whole process of uh, barreling your wine and then uh, getting up to 240 bottles of wine out of the barrel that you and your friends or you and your coworkers end up creating, which is such a cool thing. It is, yeah. And they say you can do wine by the glass. Also, reservations recommended, though, for tastings that they have there. I love that. So they do winemaking meetups. You can just stop in for a a glass of wine, do the tasting. Mm. Really cool. Love that... uh, Love that we have the Vegas Valley Winery here right on our uh, back doorstep. I know. I think we're going to have to go over there, especially because you live so close. And it looks like they're doing events for the Golden Knights hockey games, too. Great. Yeah, because I always know there's the wineries in Pahrump, but I had never heard of one so close to home here in Henderson. So um, it's new discovery, and, you know, we love that. Love that. Thanks for bringing that to our attention, Kathy. And any of you out there, if you have tips that you would like to have featured here on Vegas Revealed, hit us up. That one, like I said, Kathy shot us a little DM on Instagram, but hit us up on on Twitter, email, Facebook, Instagram, however you want to do it. And speaking of Instagram, um, Original Chaos is what they're they're called. We're talking about a, a band that always hits us up on Instagram 
and they're always tagging us and and you know letting us know when they have events and when they're performing and so I wanted to give a little shout out to Original Chaos. This is actually a group made up of a bunch of different members of Things that I knew them in previously, if that makes any sense. Um, so members of different bands that have come together for a new band. Or shows, because Colin Scott Cahill, he was in Atomic Saloon at the Palazzo, which was a hilarious show, and he's in this band, and so is Di Richards from Tenors of Rock. And I know there's a lot of other members in the band, too. Anyway, they have a bunch of things going on. First of all, they're doing a live stream and a performance on March 20th. So you can get in-person tickets, but limited, obviously, because of spacing. It's at The Space here in Las Vegas. The live stream is 10 bucks. They're going to be doing uh, el- the album from Guns N' Roses. In full order, just like the vinyl, front to back. That's pretty cool. I know, right? But they also perform at the Carnival Court over at Hera's many days from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. So if you want to go see live music, they do it there, and they've been doing this, and then they announce all their days on their Instagram. It's at Original Chaos LV. And let me tell you, that carnival court over there at Harrah's, that is good people watching. Yeah, it's hopping, right? And good viewing. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, they, they've been able to have live music there for quite a while. I know Vinay from the Bronx Wanderers does some performances over there, too. So, you know, 2 to 7 p.m., just sit, have a beer, have a snack, listen to some music. Because that is an open-air venue, so it does allow for for people to uh you know socially distance but you have the the air blowing through there too so it's not like a a theater so yeah carnival court over at harrah's original chaos go check them out all right and another thing we've been tossing around and maybe we need some feedback from some of our listeners should we start a segment called rumors revealed Hmm. (laughs) we get a lot of rumors there's a lot of we rumors. We hear a lot of rumors. We know a lot of things. But, you know, we're journalists by heart, so we always feel like everything needs to be fact-based. But sometimes we hear things that are just a little juicy that, you know, if we say that it's not 100%, but we're just hearing, would it be interesting listenership conversation? <laughs> would you be interested in rumors revealed right here on Vegas Revealed? I mean, Sean was like, we could disguise voices and have people call in. We had all sorts of ideas. So we're still thinking about it because some of it is interesting Vegas stuff. It is. It's 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 good fodder. It is good and, fodder. And you know what? A lot of the rumors that we hear and, and some of the uh, below-the-surface rumblings <laughs> end up coming true. True. <laughs> Very true. But anyway, some things are interesting. And I don't even know if I want to exactly call them a rumor. But something we heard that we even sometimes we already know is going to happen. But if we call it a rumor, then we we don't have to admit we already know the end result. <laughs> our... our uh, Good friend and you know, former entertainment colleague, uh, Robin Leach, mm-hmm. rest his soul, he would always call them racy rumors and wild whispers. There you go. Wild whispers. I like that. Oh, my goodness. Hey, uh, and, a, and another little shout out. A bunch of people from a station here in Las Vegas at the NBC affiliate were laid off. A lot of them have worked there for a long time. And Sean and I being in broadcasting many, you know, many, many years in our career, we feel their pain. They're all excellent. And 
and we just want to say we hate for anyone to lose their job and we wish them the very best and a bunch of people from your old station at Fox 5 lost their jobs because of COVID. Yeah and it's been a tough time for the the broadcasting industry and we definitely uh, feel for our, our colleagues who have been let go and wish them absolutely nothing but the best moving forward because they're extremely talented and uh, assets to you know wherever they go in their next venture but we were thinking too like should we all come together and do like an online newscast maybe like once a week or every day at 5 p.m or something you know we've got sean McAllister, dana roselli rachel smith christine medella heather mills gerard romalo and there are plenty of others who are not unemployed, but might volunteer a few hours per week to be part of it. You know, Nina Ratatich, Beth Fisher. I mean, we could go on and on. All of these people have lost their jobs or left TV for reasons usually personal life, career-wise, whatever, but have stayed in Las Vegas and are contributing to the community still. And we thought, you know, what if we all came together and did our own thing? So food for thought. If anyone has any great ideas of how we could fund this, we'd love to hear it. <laughs> angel angel investors wanted. <laughs> angel investors wanted, I know. And listen, uh, coming up soon, we did do an interview this week that we, we had to get under our belt, but it's going to run a little bit closer to and around April 1st because we interviewed one of the contestants on the the new top chef and what we will say is she's a female chef yeah and she's fantastic the new season of top chef premieres on the bravo network april 1st so uh, you'll be hearing that conversation it's a tasty conversation too and sassy <laughs> it sure is sassy yeah it's fun listen thanks for joining us we could go on and on make sure you're always on top of our socials we're on twitter instagram and facebook and we have our youtube channel as well We'll see you back here next week for episode 60 of Vegas Revealed. We're turning 60. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's go to Vegas.